Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to the Smart Money Podcast. Today we have an emergency meeting and we are going to be talking about how you can keep yourself afloat during this next recession and maybe even make a little bit of money off of it. Now, this probably isn't the most interesting thing you can listen about on your podcast. This isn't no Joe Rogan, but you can definitely learn something and, and maybe this podcast will even help you save yourself and your family from going under during this recession. Today, we've got five little subcategories. We are going to be talking about one, liquidity, two, about reallocating, restructuring, and renegotiating, three, stopping our losses, four, how we can stop tipping the government, and five, how we can reclaim insurance costs during this time. Um, now, kind of to start this off, talk a little about the recession. We all know what a recession is. Maybe we might even be going into a depression. I predicted and thought that it could easily start as early as 2018 and, and declared maybe no later than, than 2020. Um, these were my predictions nearly six years ago now. This was 2016. Um, but in full honesty, nobody had any idea about COVID-19 or how that could play severely into the economy and, and kind of how that hit. Um, now, the conclusion from most is that it's pretty inevitable and the, the Fed is worried about a depression. Um, so are most of the people, but there's nothing really we can do about it at this point. Lots of things led us to this, people needing quick money, the government having to print it. But don't worry, drowning in worry and scarcity is not the best option. We have many approaches you can take to this. Here's just the five key factors that I kind of wanted to take a look at. It's pretty pointless to try to predict where you will be or where the final downturn will be in the economy or even where we're going to recover. But we're going to kind of share those five ways that will help keep your business alive, keep yourself financially fine, and turning a profit in the economy here. Number one, it's all about liquidity. Our goal is in this first step to build an automated system to create cash. This is going to be your cash cow. This is how you are going to build cash during this period. And to do so, I want you to automate your savings, be deliberate with your investing, and be smart about it. This is Smart Money, the Smart Money podcast where we are smart with our money. Do your research. Know what you are investing into. Make smart assessments. You are smarter than the average person if you can do your research and you will profit off this. Let's go ahead and start with your savings. You want it to be available, accessible, and unaffected by the market. Now, your savings might not make money, but it is about creating that peace of mind, staying power, and ensuring you will have the cash to capitalize on the opportunities that present themselves. Now, I've kind of talked in the past few podcasts about keeping your savings at a place where you are able to pay your deductibles and your insurance in case something goes absolutely horrible with, with your car, with your home, with your health. You need to be able to pay that deductible. Now, what I'm talking about in this first step is not about creating wealth off the bat, such as I was how I was talking earlier, but about putting yourself in a position that potentially 
when all these homes go on sale, you're able to buy a home and rent it out, to buy cars and have a car rental business. Whatever it may be, you need to have money that is liquid so that when these opportunities present themselves, you are able to jump quicker than the normal person. You're not going to have to sell things and able to create that liquidity, but you will just have that ready to go. And this will put you ahead more than the average person will be kind of in this in this uh, realm. Um, if you are already tight on cash and cash flow isn't strong, consider refinancing loans um, in this low interest rate environment that's going to present itself after the recession. This can be business loans, mortgages, or even cars. And the key is to lower your outgoing cash requirement and have cash on hand to weather the storm, as I was saying earlier. For example, I have a friend, let's say named Bob, who helps distressed home sellers. These are people who have a property, maybe even some equity, but they've got to get rid of it. Maybe to pay some bill off, maybe they can't afford to pay their mortgage or, or whatever it could be. They bit off more than they can chew. And stress is keeping them up at night. But when these sellers look to liquidate their assets, who do they liquidate them to? People like Bob who have cash. I want you to build liquidity so you can seize opportunities. There's already an opportunity to buy small businesses that are cash strapped. For those businesses that complement your existing business or future business, you can gain access to infrastructure, employees, and save businesses from going under. Again, make money on the buy and be part of the solution. Take that with a grain of salt. Always do your own research, but understand the concept. Number two, reallocate, restructure, and renegotiate. If you have any underperforming assets, you can cash them out. Pay off higher interest rate loans, for example, using cash value from a life insurance policy, intra-family loans, or in some cases, loans from retirement plans to pay off higher interest rate loans. Right now, if you qualify and have time to apply, the SBA has low interest rate loans with longer terms to manage cash flow. You also might be paying too much interest because you don't have the right credit score. Cash flow reporting, therefore not getting the best deal from the banks, collateral or even the right connections, but you can change that. Restructure. Restructure loans by using equity to pay off higher interest rate loans. I also want you to look at renegotiating your interest rates with credit card companies. Negotiating a lower rate is easier than you think, even with a mortgage. You can do a streamlined refinance and stay with the same entity or organization. If you have a credit card, you could look at refinancing it into a car loan, which will lower your payments. Uh, do you have a mortgage with, with a lot of equity built up in it? You could refinance that and pay off a business loan. You would be able to lower your interest payments if you do these things. If you cashed out a mutual fund or certificate or even a deposit, um, that was non-performing or underperforming, then took the cash off and paid a higher interest rate loan, you'd be looking at a guaranteed return. Absolutely would be. Number three, stopping the losses. 
You don't have to participate in the downside of the market. Believe it or not, if you have an investment, you can set up a stop loss. If you don't know what a stop loss means, this pretty much is summed up by automatically moving to cash if the market goes under or down by a percentage to a certain point that you've set. So if you've got a retirement plan or investment in the stock market, you determine the point where you are unwilling to suffer losses or deal with volatility and remove the risk. Instead, use your money to hire employees and invest in yourself, your current business, your future business, whatever it is, you are your greatest asset. Invest in developing your skill set and only invest in what you know. This is just how I talked about earlier. Always do your own research before you can make that decision. Let's say you have your money allocated in this way. You are 80% in real estate and maybe 10% in the stock market and 10% kind of in your own savings. Always, always, always invest in what you know. And if you are 50% competent and 50% of your knowledge lies within real estate, then 50% of your assets should be in real estate. Always follow your competency and do your research. If you want to be in a new area of the market, do your research and make that your priority of knowledge. My priority is real estate. I have around 30% of my money into real estate because I feel I'm 30% competent in that. Back to stopping the losses. Um, also take a look at moving cash, moving to cash. I'm sorry. Moving to cash prevents the inevitable mental stress of a falling market during this time. Assets, your competencies, and begin investing with focus and understanding. Determine the investments that make you make the most sense to you. Are you investing or speculating? This looks at, are you wanting to make money with something you know, or are you creating yourself a gamble? What type of investor are you and what investments make the most sense? Be smart. This is smart money, not dumb money podcast, the smart money podcast. Risk is not the investment. The investment is in you, the investor. Stop relying on people who know more about sales than financial strategy. Stop handling your money without knowing your exit strategy, mitigating your risk, or creating intimate cash flow. I want you to invest in yourself. Develop your abilities and become more productive today so that you can be part of the solution during these trying times. Four, stop tipping the government. It's your duty and responsibility to save on taxes legally and ethically. So how can you maximize your deductions? Here's a great example. If you have a home office, you can actually write off more of your vehicle might be asking why is this but because you're going from your home office to another office which gives you even more justification for owning that vehicle what are some other ways you can maximize your deductions you could pay your kids it's tax deductible and they don't have to claim income now you could also rent out your home to your business for 14 days a year. Smart business owners document every dollar that goes towards their business and put together a tax team 
to help them maximize their deductions, which makes each dollar more productive. Now, if you are in a position with your business where you are paying an accountant, absolutely ask that accountant how you could even write off more from your tax next year. Accountants also have to pay tax. Everybody hates tax. Everyone pays tax. That is one of the certainties in life. One of the three, life, death, and tax. Everyone hates it, even your accountant, so they know how to write it off. Ask them. Use your resources, especially if you're already paying for them. Five, reclaim insurance costs. With your insurance, it's time to get rid of duplicate coverages and improper structures. Also, when you only insure catastrophic things, not inconsequential things, you keep more money. Now, this might mean raising your deductibles and dropping short-term insurances if you have enough savings set aside. You could increase your elimination period on certain insurances, so they kick in later. Looking for multi-policy discounts or using an umbrella policy and lowering your limits of liability to the minimum to be more efficient. When you make these changes, you will lower your premiums and you can invest money back into yourself and build up your liquidity, just like step number one. Or you could acquire more catastrophic coverage and transfer risk to the insurance company. If something catastrophic happens, they're on the hook, not you. Now, while other, others worry, you can prepare. Basically, the bottom line of all this is it's time to minimize your worry and scarcity. Instead, focus on making moves today that will help you navigate this chaos while being able to be a leader for others. Build liquidity, restructure loans, protect the downside, save on taxes, eliminate inefficiencies with insurance. And if this recession ends up becoming a depression, there were still one third of people that thrived during the tumultuous times. Absolutely understand these five points. Absolutely learn. Do your research. This podcast is step number one. I don't have all the answers, but do your own research. You have this infinite book called the internet, which can help you learn how to do these things, how to restructure your loans, how to pay less in taxes if you're a business owner. Absolutely understand what you're doing. Don't let others do it for you. And at the end of the day, if you thrive during this recession, absolutely come back to this podcast. Tell me, let me know some positive feedback that I was able to help you out a little bit. Or even if you feel less stressed because you knew you did some of these things already, absolutely give me some feedback. Let me know. And remember to subscribe. It's free. Follow me if you're on Spotify. Whatever it may be, it's free. You'll get episodes like this every day. Turn on your notifications. You'll know when they're released. Right now, we're still in the starting phases of this podcast. I believe that the schedule is kind of going to allow for Sunday and Thursday releases on episodes. So you get two a week. Absolutely phenomenal. Remember, this is coming from somebody who is educated in college with business and who has done their own research and owned three, sold two, but owned three thriving businesses in their 20s. Absolutely listen and learn. Now, I still have lots to listen and learn to as well. So always be there with an open ear, but listen where help is and help will find you. You will thrive during this procession. 
This is Smart Money Podcast. We will see you on Thursday. Have a good week, everybody.